This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, back here on Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast, Evan Grote. He is the host of Just Pod Baby podcast. You also must subscribe. Yes, we ask a lot of you here, folks. You got to subscribe to two podcasts. You got to subscribe to Evan's Just Pod Baby, wherever you get your podcast. You can also subscribe to ours if you don't already do it. You would assume you do because you're listening but you never know. It might be your first time. And if it's, if it is your first time, we promise we'll be gentle. Just hit download, hit subscribe, put on auto download on both of our podcasts, and you'll be fine. You'll get it good. If you're joining us on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, or Twitter, thanks for watching. We appreciate it. The, the chat is always good, uh, except for the bots, which we always have to deal with as well. Uh, but we certainly appreciate you guys being here as well. We are live after every game. The Raiders play no matter what day of the week it is. And then, of course, you can catch our podcast on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, Wednesdays being our mailbag show. All right, Evan, we look at this game uh, and what it means for the future. We talked a lot about it and the fact that this team needed confidence. It needed to find some rhythm. It needed to find some identity. It seemed to have done that on offense. Defense is still searching, and there's there's great moments, and there's really bad moments. But overall, looking at this win, uh, what does it mean for this team's future versus had it lost this game at home to Houston? Oh, boy. <laughs> had they lost? Oh, boy. Um, you could probably start looking at those mock drafts had they lost this game. But now I think you can put that off for at least a couple weeks. And, you know, listen, it's been talked about a lot. Everyone has looked at the schedule. They see the next six games or next five games now, and they say, you know, the Raiders should be able to rattle off four or five wins. And if, if they can do so, then they should be able to play themselves back into the conversation at least. Now, one thing I want to point out, I talked about this on the podcast this week. Uh, the, of those six games that are coming up for the Raiders, mm -hmm. four of those games are on the road. So yeah. four of the next five games are on the road, including two East Coast trips starting this week in New Orleans. And then they, they go ahead to Jacksonville. Miami. Oh, Jacksonville. Uh, Jack, yeah, Jacksonville the following week. So that is something to keep in mind. You know, it's never easy for the Raiders to travel East and play those early games. So again, just something to keep an eye on. But, you know, getting this first win... 
Uh, it's a step in the right direction. Now they got to go out there and win a couple in a row here to continue to build that confidence. And one of the other things, I just was looking at some scores of some other games. I see the Chiefs are going to go ahead and win, but the Chargers did lose today. And I believe the Broncos also lost today. So that does help them within the division. And that's what you need yeah. if you want to stay you know, competitive here in, in the race. Right. And, and obviously beating Houston, an AFC team, uh, helps that the, with, the, with the playoff picture. I know some of you don't think the Raiders have a chance to make the playoffs. I think they do if they can fare well over the next six games, as we talked about last week uh, as well. So, so we'll see how that all happens and how it goes down. But, Evan, uh, I, I also think that this game, too, was important for Josh McDaniels. Listen, I don't think Josh McDaniels will be fired after this year, no matter what they finish at. Uh, I'm not a proponent of that. I would like to see them get better. I still think they're struggling with game planning. I think that you saw at the beginning of this game, I don't know what the game plan was after that first series with the nice touchdown pass to Mac Hollins, but it just seemed to be out of sync again. And then you and I were texting during the game. And again, we're staying positive because it's a win here, but we also need to look at what the Raiders need to do in order to keep this win streak going, which is now one game, so it's not really a streak. But if they want to win two in a row, it just I don't understand when you're on a roll and you're moving on offense and then you pull trick plays. I think Josh McDaniels, as Evan, or excuse me, as Mo and I have talked about in the past, Evan, um, falls in love with himself a little too much in his thinking and tries to get cute. And it almost cost the Raiders a turnover, I think, on that one play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I we, You and I talked about it on text. You know, they were moving the ball. They were mixing it up. Josh Jacobs was getting big gains here and there. They were mixing in some pass plays. That was the drive in the second half where Devontae Adams was involved, three catches for 38 yards. And then all of a sudden, you see this trick play come out of nowhere. It's just, you know, don't try to be the smartest guy in the room. Just, just you know. <laughs> Do what do what's easy. Do what's working. And and you know the Texans were one of the worst rushing defenses in the NFL. There's no reason to go away from that. It was working. Continue to do that. So sometimes you just got to do what's what's easy and what what works. And and that was today. It was running the football. Yeah, no question. And as they get set uh, for this 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 stretch of games, uh, especially on the East Coast, the next couple of weeks uh, with New Orleans up next, the Josh Jacobs, you know, riding the Josh Jacobs train. Uh, to the end zone. Yes, it has to be continued to be your game plan. He is why the Raiders even have two wins, let's face it. Uh, but at the same time, teams are going to start scheming for that. So the Raiders have to continue to be balanced on offense. Yes, you got to give Josh Jacobs the ball and establish the run, but you're going to have to use other backs so you can give other looks. You're going to have to get the ball out of Derek Carr's hands like he did tonight to Devontae Adams, of course. But then uh, if he's having trouble getting open or if he's having issues where he's not uh, not involved in the offense, you have to get it to Hunter Renfro's. You have to get it to the Moreau's. You have to get it to the Wallers if he's back. Um, this offense has to continue to strive for balance. So while we understand the need for the run and the amazing stretch of games that Josh Jacobs is having, Evan, um, they're going to still have to find the balance because you're going to face a defense that will figure it out at some point or at least in stretches, and you're going to have to continue to score during those periods. Absolutely. And and you hope that all the success they're having running the football starts to open up things more for the passing game. Now, I know you look at Derek Carr's numbers. I think he threw for 240 yards today. So when you when you look at it, you know, that's a decent game. But, you know, we really haven't seen him have that huge signature game yet. He's really been more of a, a game manager this season, which is which is OK as long as they're winning games. But there's going to be a, a point in the season where, 
you know, he's going to have to step up, put the team on their shoulders when these defenses start to figure out, you know, the Raiders want to run the ball. There's going to be games where Josh Jacobs just isn't rushing for 140 yards. And, <laughs> and, you know, hopefully though, like I said, all the success on the ground opens things up for that passing game. And, and then this offense really becomes what we all thought it was going to be where you can, you can beat him with anybody. And, and that's, that's the goal here. Yeah. And, and, and I think too, that that's the point where, where everybody puts the pressure. And of course, I'm not going to get into the age old Derek Carr arguments uh, tonight because he did play well. Uh, but at the same time, uh, he's, he's, he has changed. His role seems to have changed so far. Now, one game can change that. You come out and you ball out and you throw six touchdown passes and pass for 500 yards. We're having a different conversation. But it doesn't mean he has to do that to win. I think that's what happens when you have the kind of weapons and the running game the Raiders currently have is you can win the game in multiple ways, meaning you might have to pass to win sometimes, uh, establish the run to set up the pass, or you can just pass or excuse me, you can run like they did tonight with a Mack truck with Josh Jacobs and win it that way. So so Derek Carr, I, I don't think, and I don't sense that people who really follow the Raiders closely and don't have a, 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 a hate type of situation for Derek Carr, they understand that, and they don't care. As long as the team wins or puts itself in a position to win and Derek Carr is there to manage it, that's fine. Yeah, and and I think that's a great point you made because a couple a couple of thoughts that I had through my going through my mind there when you were saying that. Number one, I I and this is in defense of him. I think everyone, the expectations were not only so high for the offense, but mm. for him because he has all these weapons because he has Devontae Adams and Renfro and Waller. Um, I mean, I drafted him in, in fantasy football because I just thought he was going to have a, a really really big <laughs> year. Now he isn't really producing those huge numbers that I thought he would. But you know what? As long as the team wins the game like they did tonight, it does. you, you can't complain. You can't have it both ways. You can't complain that Carr isn't putting up big numbers and, and then they're, at the same time they win the game, you know? So as long as the team is winning – you know, even the even the haters should should stay quiet, stay quiet no, because they won't. You know, he managed the game. Yeah, I know they won't, but you know, he managed the game. He did what he had to do to help to help the offense. You know, win the game, and that's that's really what it's all about. Yeah, no question. And and I'll tell you what, I think that you know, fans are feeling good tonight, as they should. You should enjoy every win your team has. Enjoy. Uh, Evan and I for baseball are in are crying in our uh, beer tonight. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, uh, you you, yeah. you look at what they've done and you should be happy with the performance. Yes, it can get better. It needs to get better if this team really is to build and, and overcome the odds and make the playoffs, uh, which it can do. And I really believe it has an opportunity to do that. Uh, but at the same time, you also need to keep it in check a little bit. The, the, and, and talked about it in the first segment with Murph. Um, the pay Josh Jacobs crowd, I get it. The guy's running unbelievable. But just, you know, let, let's let the f season finish out. And if he has, you know, 2,500 yards, great. You still have a decision to make. And, and it's great that he's making, a make it, making it difficult for uh, Dave Ziegler to make that decision. Uh, but you have to wait to see how the year plays out because you don't know eventually, do you want to upgrade offensive line? You need to upgrade on defense. You have other issues going on. Uh, so, so let's enjoy Josh Jacobs, not worry about his contract or next year or how much he's making and just let the kid play football because he's having a hell of a year. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, I mean, that is going to be a huge topic. If this, if his trend continues, that is going to be a very, very interesting topic, as I mentioned, because, you know, we have seen there's been some teams that have gone out there and paid these running backs, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of come back to hurt them a bit. I mean, Christian McCaffrey got paid, and he's had a ton of injuries um, since he got paid. Todd Gurley. I mean, I, I, there's many others that are just slipping my mind right now, but that's kind of been the model now. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, he's another guy, you know, oh, yeah. so um, you know, the, the trend has been not to pay running backs, but if you got a running back who's 24 years old, he goes out there and rushes for 1700 yards and 10 touchdowns and is, you know, your MVP on offense, <laughs> you know, it's it, hard to it, let it makes him go. It, right. Exactly. So, uh, he's definitely putting them in a very difficult spot, but for this season, it, it's a great problem to have. It is. And you got to hope. I mean, I, I believe somewhere that Josh Jacobs, he wants to be, you know, you get drafted by a team. You want to stay with that team. Now, if they don't want you, you leave and you do your thing. It's a business. But I get the sense that he wants to be in Vegas. He wants to be a Raider. He wants to wear the silver and black. And that's, of course, helping him and and being a motivation as well. So so I'm not saying it won't happen. I just think we got to wait and see uh, how things go, but uh, we'll see. And people saying in the chat, oh, he'll come back for a team-friendly contract. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, no, no. Not if you have a year like he's having. And um, when, you got to set When's up the last family. time you saw a player come back for a team-friendly deal? You just don't yeah. see that happening. Derek no. Carr was supposed to come back for a team-friendly deal too. <laughs> exactly. $40, exactly. $40 million, you know. So. Yeah, and that's the thing. Listen, it, it it's hard. It's especially for fans, and I know as as a fan too. You you, it's a business, and so when they make business decisions, especially guys, I'm not saying he wouldn't take a little less money, but if he has an amazing year and continues what he's doing, and then he hits the market, it's going to be big. And so if somebody's, you're not going to take thirty, forty, fifty million dollars less than somebody else is going to offer you. You're going to take it all. Running back. Especially, Especially a running, at back. running back, and if it's yeah. a team, if it's a team that's a contender as well, I mean, you have more incentive as well. So uh, we'll see, but uh, but yes, uh, I think he does want to be a Raider, and it's going to be good. But Evan, I mean, Raider fans should feel good about tonight. Yes, there's things they need to work on still in practice. They are professionals, uh, and the coaches are paid for a reason, and they need to do it. Um, but I do think that uh, this team today really did itself a massive favor it had to win the game at home especially with the road stretch you're talking about but it got the confidence it got some of that identity back on what it needed on offense it still needs to find it on defense a little bit um they underperformed there but did enough especially at the end by closing out the game with deron Harmon's uh pick six um but overall a good win for this team something to build on Absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned the defense there. You're looking at the schedule. You've got some offenses that you're going to be facing here that could be some get well. You know, if you're going to get well on defense, 
you know, there's some good teams coming up to do it against. I mean, the Saints don't exactly have a stellar offense. The Jaguars, you know, I, I still think they're questionable and, and inconsistent Colts following them and, and then the Broncos. So, I mean, there is a chance here uh, for the defense to get right in these next four to five games. So definitely Raider fans, you should wake up tomorrow morning with a little extra pep in your step for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. And that's uh, it's going to be a good time and a good week for Raider Nation as you get set for New Orleans. Also, I'm sure a lot, a lot of Raider Nation will be in New Orleans because if you can get a trip to New Orleans to see your favorite football team, why would you not go? So you'll have to drop us a line and let us know uh, with that one as well. Evan, man, we appreciate you being with us tonight. As always, make sure you subscribe to Just Pod Baby. You can get it anywhere you want uh, and uh, catching it on. You said Wednesdays now, right, Evan? No, well, I, I have Thursdays, the, uh... Fridays. Yeah, Thursdays, usually Thursdays. Uh, yeah. We got the recap show. I'll put one out tomorrow night, and then usually nice. Thursday night is the is the preview show. Yep. Yeah, and make sure. I mean, the thing with Evan's show is Evan Evan as a fan does a unique show, right? Murph does a unique show. Evan does a unique show, and so make sure you do it. It's really good stuff. And 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 Evan always gets top notch guests as well. So make sure you listen to that uh, and Thank follow you. him on Twitter at egroat five, and of course at Just Pod Baby Evan. We'll talk to you next time, my man. Appreciate you being with us. Thanks for having me on, Scott. Take care. All right. There you go. Evan Grote from Just Pod Baby. Uh, we appreciate him being with us. And we appreciate all of you for being with us after the Raiders' big 38-20. to 20. Yes, it's big. When you're 1-4 and four and you win a game, it's big. And as someone said on the YouTube chat, yes, one game is a streak in the NFL. So you got to love that. And Raider Nation, you get to enjoy your week this week. You don't have to wait a week and a half after the last loss. Instead, you get to stroll into the office tomorrow, a winner wearing your silver and black uh, as the Raiders move to two and four. New Orleans up next. Up next for us is our show, of course, on Tuesday when Mo Moten, my partner, is back with me. We will talk one last time about the game, as we always do after watching the film, to give you some takeaways on specific players and some other great takeaways that we had from this one, uh, as well as start to look ahead. <clears throat> excuse me. Start to look ahead at the Raiders versus the Saints and talk about any other roster transactions. And then, of course, on Wednesdays, we have our mailbag show. Make sure you send us some mail. We, we've been getting mail after losses. I'd love to see some positive. No, we get positive mail, too. But drop us a line at uh, mail at silver and black today, mail at silver and black excuse me. Uh, where we will read your questions and we answer your questions on Wednesday. So please do that. Very popular show. Uh, you guys seem to like it, so we will continue to do that as well and catch us on Thursday where we start to focus a lot more on the Saints. Uh, but we appreciate you being with us here on the postgame show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on audio. We are an Odyssey original podcast. We're number three in the country in podcasts for the NFL on the Odyssey network, just behind the Eagles and the Cowboys podcast. So make sure you uh, subscribe and download those so we can move past them, right? Raiders don't want to lose to Cowboys and Eagles. So help us with that as well. Subscribe on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, wherever you're watching us on video. We appreciate that as well. For Murph from Raiders Fan Radio, for Evan Grote of Just Pod Baby, I am Scott Branson. This has been Silver and Black Today, the post-game edition. Raiders, 38-20 winners Week 7 over the Houston Texans. Until Tuesday, thanks for being with us, Raider Nation. Take care of yourself.